Hello everyone and welcome back to the Manifesting Gaia podcast. My name is Gaia and I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. Hello everyone, my name is Gaia and welcome to the Manifesting Gaia podcast, your source for all things spirituality and all things debunking so you can live your most optimal life. Um, My intro is inspired by Roxy Talks by the way, I just want to say that she's an amazing manifestation coach, go check her out. Um, I don't want it to seem like, you know, I have a little bit of a following or whatever and I never want it to seem like I'm copying um or at least that i'm not giving credit because i'll give credit where credit is due and i know she has this big thing about like people copying her shit and her stuff and her problem isn't so much people copying her but more so they don't give her credit which i totally understand so i'm giving her credit i'm not gonna say in every single episode but i just want it to be on the record that i did say it that i did inspire this by her or my intro was inspired by her but anyways if you're listening to this show on spotify Please give this show five stars. All of my social media are at Manifesting Guy and my Twitter and my TikTok. And my YouTube channel is Manifest It Vanessa. And I want to start today's episode with a deep breath. So let's breathe in. And breathe out. Alright. So today's episode is going to be about why you keep attracting crappy people into your life. Whether it's friends, partners, or just strangers. You just always run into people who just are rude to you. Uh, so I'm going to just start with saying everyone is you pushed out. And that's a big, big topic in the spirituality community or spiritual community. Um, so basically what that means is how you expect someone to show up is how they're going to show up. Now, I believe that applies to people in your life already. But if somebody comes into your life, let's just say romantically, and obviously you don't know them and they just come into your life, you have no predispositions or preconceptions about this person, no preconceived ideas, like nobody in your life knows them, like you haven't heard any bad stories or anything. And you go into it open-minded with an open heart you do everything possible your intentions are super pure with this person and they end up treating you so badly you know let's say they are narcissist you attracted a narcissist and you're not narcissistic but you're confused because you likely never had a limiting belief that oh my god this could go very bad they could be a bad person like what if they're secretly you know their intentions are no like you literally most of the time we're very open and we just end up getting treated like shit well everyone is a mirror of you your life is a mirror of your mind right so for me a big theme with my ex um was that he was my mirror um so he was a raging narcissist and there are so many things i learned from him in the short period of time we were together first of all he was a spinning image not physically but emotionally and mentally of my father and at the time i had the biggest father wound ever which i will make a separate episode on um he had a huge substance addiction which i don't relate to like i'm not an narcissist like i don't relate i don't use substance um but at the time i was in my 
like I can fix everyone that I meet everyone that comes to my life I meant to fix because I was just kept attracting broken people um because I thought that I know my purpose is to heal but it was like weird like I was just attracting broken people that I just felt like I couldn't fix um, so he was like my biggest eye opener. After experiencing him, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can't fix everyone on the earth. And that's okay. Um, because of him, um, I realized how low my standards actually were and how low my self-love was for myself. He brought up parts of me that I needed to heal and we fed off each other's toxicity. And I didn't know I had that inside of me because I'm so quick to cut off a toxic person out of my life. Whether it be friends or biological family or whoever. But I didn't know my worth and I let him cross my boundaries. Which is good because I wouldn't have known that I was actually more toxic than I knew otherwise. Um, so that relationship, you know, showed me I need to work on myself. Um, and... I exited the relationship, right? And I thought I attracted him because I married him. You know what I'm saying? But then, like I said, I'm not, I, we never related to each other, you know? Because I never treat me that shitty. But, yeah, we just never related to each other. Like, I wasn't, I was confused. Because I was like, I don't use, I, I'm not a narcissist. Um, and... Like, all love for this man. Like, hope you're doing good, boo. But he's literally one of the worst people I've ever met in my life. So, and I've never seen narcissism at that level. Like I said, he married my biological father. But I wouldn't even call my father a narcissist. My, I, think my, I think my father has narcissistic tendencies. But my ex, narcissist. <laughs> like, I, I just can't like it's the way he had no regard for anyone or anyone else's life but his own he could lie to me lie to his family steal from us without a second thought with a straight face you know I'm confrontational as hell I would confront anyone I confront him he flipped the narrative so easily so quickly like he's done this his whole life which he has been doing you know play victim play like pity party nobody cares about me um which got me to stay long that's that's what got me um to stay longer than i should have like the whole manipulation i was manipulated and <laughs> i just can't believe i actually thought i was gonna spend the rest of my life with this man um but anyways i'm gonna make a whole episode on toxic romantic relationships because child i got i got i got time i got stories and that was my first and i don't know i don't, I don't even want to call it my boyfriend i don't want to call that a relationship um i will explain why in that episode but that was like my first ever romantic experience exclusive romantic experience i want to say and so when i say i got stories it's from this one <laughs> one person but um but anyways that's just one of the few ways that everyone is pushed out is more than just your assumptions of them and yes i'll admit i did prolong it for a while because towards the end of our relationship i remember like i i knew what manifestation and spirituality was like this relationship happened like not even a year ago and i knew like law of assumption i knew that like towards the end that it was really just me like 
you know, repeating stories of how bad of a person he was and that was making him worse than he was. But it's really, I just, <laughs> I was just so done. I was like, I'm not even going to manifest you or switch timeline so that you're a great boyfriend. Like, I'm done. Um, but this is most prominent in friendships. So I entered spirituality um, the second half of my junior year of high school. And up until then, I didn't have the best of friends. And I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Like there was no, it wasn't like I had terrible friends, but I wasn't elevating, you know? Like I didn't feel liberated when I was with them. My vibes weren't high. Um, and that's one of my biggest standards. Like if my vibrations aren't high and soaring through the roof when I'm around you, if there isn't laughter, even in the most boring, like if I can't chill with you and just laugh my ass off, I feel like we shouldn't really be friends. So as I got deeper into my spirituality and learned the importance of raising my vibration, anyone who was low vibed just fell away. Like I didn't have to do all the, I don't think we should be friends, I can't mess with you. Like it was just, we just fell off. And it was never any beef. Like it was, it's not, I don't, I can't really say that I have beef with any of my old friends, but it just, it, cause it just happens. Um. So, especially this year, uh, at the moment, I have five close friends that I can actually say are my best friends that I actually communicate with regularly. And that is such a weird feeling for me. I'm still getting used to it. But because I'm a social butterfly, and excuse me, I just burped into my mic. Um, but my whole life, I've had so many close friends. Like, my whole life, especially in middle school and high school, especially high school, like, I, every single person... I'm friends with every single party like I'm the type of person we're walking in the hallway I know every single upperclassman lowerclassman like we're friends whatever um so you know I had a lot of close friends so if I left the friend group I had three other friend groups or four other friend groups and now I have only two one has three and one has two people and my one group we've been friends for over 13 years like all four of us we've been friends for over 13 years and the other since freshman year of high school which is so long time it's been well almost like four or five years so but I genuinely have fun with them and love them all and the issue with me is that even though I said I had a lot of friends in high school I never felt I was a part of a friend group or I felt like I had you know I was like I had friends but I never felt that they would pick me you know, and now I'm in the situation where I have a few friends, but I know that they're going to pick me and stick up for me all the time, you know. And I really wish I had that in the beginning of high school, but it was a lesson to be learned. So if you're attracting people and every relationship ends the same, let's say, for example, you keep getting ghosted no matter who you attract, there's most likely an abandonment issue within yourself or your life that may most likely stem from childhood so to stop the cycle so to stop attracting people who just keep leaving walking out ghosting whatever you're gonna have to do well first you're gonna have to acknowledge the problem and then i would say do mad shadow work like take a break you know especially if you're on dating apps or this that and you're trying to find friends i don't want to say in a synthetic way but you're like 
not in flow. You're going out and trying, you know, take a break, take a breather, and reflect on yourself, especially your childhood, and do a lot of shadow work. And if it's someone that's already been in your life, let's say, for example, your mom. I know a lot of girls are in situations where their moms view them as competition, meaning they belittle them and they just hate to see their daughters win, which is really sad. And I hate to say it, but after a while, you're the one prolonging the behavior. Like I said with my ex, like I met him. He was, he was a narcissist without me even, you know, knowing him. Like he had lived like that his whole life. But as far as my pain went with him and how I was getting treated with him, I was prolonging that. So let's say, for example, you were a short skirt, okay? And you wanna, you're about to go out somewhere. And before you even see your mom, you say to yourself, she's going to imply that I'm a slut. She's going to say I'm just like a slut. She's going to make, she's going to say I'm wearing too short of a skirt. She's going to talk shit about my makeup. She's going to say my eyelashes are too big, whatever. And then you see her. And she does. Did you not just use the law of assumption? So even though, yes, she may have that issue within herself where, you know, she's just insecure. When it comes to you personally and her personal attacks, you prolong that. You are in control of those. So your job isn't really changing them because that's just a path that they're going to have to endure on their own. You have to change the way you look at them if you want them to change how you're acting or how they're acting. And I think the biggest lesson from this to remember is it's never your fault. So you may be prolonging the pain and you may be prolonging their actions, but you don't deserve their actions. Okay, you don't deserve and you never have deserved to feel like you were or are less than the best. So people will come and go. People even family, biological family members, friends, partners, business, good career, jobs, whatever. Everything comes and goes. You know, nothing is, it's nothing stationary. Energy is constantly moving even when we're asleep. Things are constantly changing. You may wake up to texts and calls and this and that. You may wake up to arguments or apologies or whatever, you know, because energy is constantly moving. Um, But if someone is... If someone's, <laughs> sorry, if someone has been gone, let's say a breakup that happened like a year ago and you're still hurting, it's not them that's hurting you. It's your lack of acceptance to the present moment. You're not allowing yourself to surrender and you're not accepting what the situation is. And I keep saying I want to make an episode on shadow work and I will. Actually, you know what? I'm literally going to make that next week's episode. Next week's episode is going to be a shadow week episode, I promise. And I don't break my promises, which means you guys are going to get it. But, yeah. You are in control and you have the power. And uh, I know I have to feel like I have to make an episode on free will because it doesn't exist. And people are what you view them to be. And you can make anybody... I don't want to say make, but anybody there's infinite versions of you there's infinite versions of everybody else so don't prolong it if somebody's shooting you shitty don't prolong it you can really just walk away i'm a big walk awayer walk awayer i walk away a lot i don't have time for the bullshit like even though i know that everybody's been me pushed out and i know i can change this person and i know like i can pick a version of them that respects me it's like 
fuck that. Like, if you're not going to respect me the first time around, like, I'm not giving you the chance. I'm not, like, I'm not putting in work and my energy to change your energy. Like, if you're a shitty person, like, hasta la vista because we have nothing in common. But, again, some situations, like, if you're stuck in a toxic household, some situations, yeah, I do recommend just dropping the old story. But lots of love and healing and peace to everyone and everything is happening for you not to you situations do get better they can get better you can make them better and i love you and i believe in you and you can have anything you want in this freaking universe nothing's too big small wide expensive i don't care i don't care the circumstance you can change the circumstances and i will talk to you guys in next week's episode i love you so much have a blessed one bye